from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain. And this is You Gotta Listen to This. This is a regular series that we do in between seasons. Uh, one-off episodes where instead of covering a whole band or musician, we each pick an album that we really enjoy that we want to make the other person listen to and see if they like it as much as as much as we do. And this was uh, me. I got to, to pick this album just to kind of set things up. Uh, I picked this album because uh, it's, well, it is one of my favorite albums. And it's by my favorite guitarist uh, of all time. That's a pretty, pretty lofty statement. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big statement. It's a very big statement and I stand behind it. Uh, the, the musician is a guy named Jason Faulkner and the album was his debut album, which was called Author Unknown or Presents Author Unknown. Jason Faulkner Presents Author Unknown. This is a 1996 album. And if you've not heard of Jason Faulkner, don't worry. I mean, he's not on his own. Um, while he's prolific, sadly, he never got the recognition and the the limelight as much of I, as much as I think he should have. But you have heard of uh, the, uh, the band Jellyfish, probably. You've heard of you may have heard of the Greys, or at least heard their big single. And if you've seen concerts with Beck or Saint Vincent recently, then you've seen Jason Faulkner playing guitar uh, with them. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so there's there's all the setup. <laughs> uh, so should we? I mean, should we just start with the the big question? What did you think? Okay, I actually really enjoyed this, but the whole time I'm listening to it, there are three thoughts running through my head. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. The first thought is, my gosh, this is Brian's soundtrack. This sounds. It really is. This yeah. is so in the Brian Ibbett pocket. It's uh-huh. nice and comfortably in there between a lint ball and a, <laughs> a not yet used lifesaver and wow. 15 cents. It's right there in the middle of your pocket. Okay. All the, right. Again, like it's a very uh, <laughs> half a certs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The uh-huh. other thing, yeah. the other thing is, wow, certs. That's a deep cut. It is a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be a certain age. Kids Google it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do they not make certs anymore? I don't no, think so. Don't no, there's lifesavers, but certs. I don't think certs. I think yeah, certs are a bygone era. Wow. Golly, wow. The dial tone and certs. The more the more you say the word certs, the <laughs> less it fe- feels like it was the name of a brand of of throat uh, lozenge of, of mint. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. The, the second yeah. thought is, I'm not sure if I've heard an album in recent memory that sounds more like 1996. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is sure. very, very 1996. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just that when you've listened to enough music, you know, eras start to have a sound. And like that night, that post grunge kind of singer songwriter sound is mm-hmm. all over this. Yeah. And then the third thing is I really enjoyed the music. I enjoyed his lyrics. I enjoyed what he was singing about. And when we get to a certain track, I'm going to actually talk a little about about something but overall oh, i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this cool uh good i really like hearing that i was hoping or i was thinking that one of your thoughts might have been this guy kind of reminds me a little bit of kevin gilbert he um, did kind of remind me of kevin gilbert he remi- there's a lot of the posies floating around in there yeah yeah uh there's a lot especially that uh, amazing disgrace era posies uh there's a there's a little bit of uh of me first and the gimme gimme's in there. Especially oh, interesting. In, especially in like okay. the guitar tone. I'm I'm guessing 
um, I could probably guess which song. Uh, <laughs> Miracle Medicine, I'm guessing, is where that me first that, gimme gimme. That's the first one. The second one is actually the third yeah. track, Hectified, and I'm going to go into Hectified, that. Okay. Yeah, we'll go into okay. that a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. So I appreciate you introducing me to him. And it is funny because cool. the whole time I'm looking at pictures of him, like, man, he looks like Beck. And now that knowing he plays with Beck, he does. It's yeah. like they're twins on stage. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a guy that you'd, you know, you'd go to the bar and have a beer with. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like a, uh, like a typical rocker has even kind of like a, an Adam Curry look to him a little bit. Man is the guy, just an incredible guitarist. Yeah. The, um, and I'm going to go right into uh, Miracle, Miracle Medicine. Because, yeah, you've got just a strong guitar lick, but there's a an instrumental riff that he does in that song that I can't listen to without thinking of musical origami. Like, it is a it is an Escher staircase that descends until it's at the top of its staircase again and just keeps going around. And it's that... Like, and it just keeps... It's like it continuously descends, but never gets any lower. It's like a and, musical uh, TikTok because yeah, it right. starts, it, it it perfectly ends where it starts. So you right. never really know when it. Like that gif, like the, the ideal gif where you can't tell where the seam is, yeah. right? Where like the, 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 the one where it says, just wait till you watch, wait, what's it say? Uh, wait till the glass breaks. And it's the same uh, gif of the guy handling on the glass over and over and over again. <laughs> So you just wait there, waiting for the glass to break. Just constantly waiting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love it. We could we could just kind of go down the list of uh, songs here. If there are any any thoughts. Okay, so the opening track. I'll be honest with you. The opening track did not grab me. It was Miracle Medicine really? that actually grabbed me. Okay, yeah. So the opening track is "I Live," and the 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 hook of the song is this uh, this chorus that begins with "If I had you, I could never, never ask for anything again as long as I live." <laughs> uh, kind of like the not just the longing from afar, but but the the pleading, begging, yeah. making promises. It actually to sounds like something that, Michael Scott would put into a Christmas card. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we have Miracle Medicine, which that was the first album, the song on the album where I'm like, oh my gosh, not it only really does this guy you. write good lyrics, but he actually knows what he's doing on a guitar. And he's yeah. not showy. He's just skilled. And there's a difference. I think That's, you you yeah. have people like Steve Vai who are skilled and showy. You have people right. like Todd Snyder that is skilled. And right. then you have this guy who can be showy because we prove it in the way he does things, but it's not like, sli- uh, uh, you know, guitar slinger showy. It's knowledge of chord structure and song structure showy. Right. And then he's just right. a hell of a songwriter. 
He really is. And he's he's not throwing huge guitar solos into every song on the album. Like he's using them where they need to be used and yeah. and, um, and and just cranking them in there. Um yeah, and his song structure is um is is unique. It's it's not, you know, there are a few songs, and we'll talk about um um Hectified being one of them, that uses a fairly standard four verse chorus four verse chorus bridge chorus kind of th- kind of format but then there are these other songs like um uh she goes to bed or follow me where it's um like a three it's an unusual almost like a haiku structure but it's yeah. a three line verse and then a chorus that doesn't isn't written just to be the the title of the song it's repeated. almost like he's writing in limericks yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, almost, right? Yeah, like there's a, uh, you know, an A, A, B, B, A kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of feel to, to one or two places in there that's, that's very, uh, very interesting. And he's not even afraid to, um, to not throw in the, uh, the guitar, like um, before my heart attacks, I think. This street possibly excrete this much trash seven days a week I am here and you are there and I don't I guess it does have some a, a bass guitar or acoustic guitar that is kind of the bass line for the for the song but then the rest of it is overloaded or not overloaded but filled out with um Beatles esque strings yeah that's a that's a big comparison that i didn't make until a few times through of listening to the album that there's a very beatles comfort oh yeah beatlesque comfort to the to the way his songs are laid out well let's put it there was kind of a a a new awakening of respect for the beatles in the mid 90s yeah because of the anthology series and all these kind of stuff so this everything getting re-released on yeah. CD and like mm-hmm. mono versions and stuff. Yeah. So this guy would totally fit into the the age bracket and you know sensibilities of someone who would rediscover the Beatles and then be completely mm-hmm. re-inspired by them as well. Yeah. So all right, for let's, sure. Let's talk about Hectified. Let's talk about Hectified because you sent me a, a text yep. that uh, that had me scratching my head, and then I was like, "Oh God, yeah, I guess I could kind of see it." So, okay, so <laughs> for those of you to give you some context, I'm a big Me First and the Gimme Gimmies fan, sure, and I love old music. So when Me First and the Gimme Gimmies did their whole, they're still doing them, I guess, series of cover albums. Yep. One of the ones that I really glommed onto was their version of Seasons in the Sun, right, and if you're not familiar with it, the guitar tone sounds a lot like Hectified. The difference <laughs> is Hectified's a little slower, uh-huh. but the note structure of the verse is almost identical to Seasons in the Sun. Things seem so Hectified now. I got me no peace. I'm one entirely Yeah. And, and not just the note structure, but the cadence of yes. the song. Like it is a there's a there's a delivery of a 
that's the seasons in the sun, obviously, but there's a, a kind of a similar uh, question and answer feel to the way that the lyrics are done for um, uh, for uh, for Hectified. The the, and, the last the last tag of the verse is different. He does go in a different direction. Yeah. For like the last line, um, line and a half. The last line. And, and, you know, I mean, the melody is slightly different. However, you, like you said, you could sing one song <laughs> to the other. And, you know, I'm like, oh man, but, you know, Seasons in the Sun is such, uh, in my opinion, and people, you know, obviously may differ, but is uh, is kind of like a, a pap kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's not great. It's not great. It's it, not a great song. No, it's not. But the thing is, is it's it's so distinctive in how it where is. it starts musically and how it builds line upon line into yes. the chorus. It's incredibly yeah. distinctive. And it, it once really you is, hear yeah. it, like I can't listen to Hectified <laughs> now and not go, oh my gosh. And not sing the lyrics yeah. of the Seasons of the Sun along with yeah. it. And and I'm worried if I don't do something about this in my head, Han, and I need some like uh, <laughs> I, brain I do apologize, Clorox. but this is this yeah. is what I do. This is not I know this I is know. who I am in my head. Well, and I do it too, but I have never done it with this. You hadn't done it with Jane <laughs> in fantasy either, though, which is oh, right. even yeah, more on the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one that one blew my mind. Um, you know, I hear the uh the uh, Tom Petty, I won't back down in that Sam Smith stay with me song and stuff like that. But boy, you know, hearing of this one was like, oh yeah. Okay. And it was funny because so. if he if he had not done that dun, 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 at the beginning, it, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't have even put it together. But the fact that he actually <laughs> used the same guitar tone to do those notes that the Me First and the Gimme Gimmies did when they did the cover, yeah. that's what triggered yeah. the 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 thing for me it wasn't <laughs> the original song sure. it was the me first cover that came out probably in 96 97 that that triggered it for me right and right. i couldn't shake it i just listened to it 20 minutes ago i'm like oh my gosh i'm still right good <laughs> you're still hearing it <laughs> <laughs> oh hammond <laughs> it's true but i don't want it to be true <laughs> yeah this is the danger of doing shows with me like this cuz i will find I those moments Exactly. Well, I I still, uh, I can still appreciate, I mean, I can still hear the song and not immediately do that, which whew, as long as I can do that, then I feel, I feel like I'm After I okay. put both songs back to back, you won't. No, don't do it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to, I won't listen to this now if that's the case, if that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to go back and listen to this episode. No way. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You know, people have to do their own, people have to do their own homework. Right. Yes. We're, we're the breadcrumb guy. They have to put the work in. Right. Exactly. Do it your damn self. But uh, yeah. So anyway, so there's that. <laughs> so I, I do apologize for pointing it out. And it was funny because your text was super skeptical. Yeah, it was. It was like, <laughs> oh, how do you hear that song? <laughs> like, what What do you mean? Because it's really like, it's like somebody saying, you know, Paul, I'm no blood, dio, blood, dawn, hearing a little bit of... Uh, London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and your Paul text was be... super skeptical and I didn't want to bring it back up again because I'm like, am I wrong? Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing it wrong. So I, oh, let no, it, I, mean... I, I let it sit for a while. And then when we rescheduled this, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try again. And I heard it. I'm like, okay, it's still there. And then right yeah. before we got on, I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about this. 
I got to make sure it's still there or I'm going to look like a real idiot. <laughs> and it's still there. It's and still I'm there. happy it's yeah. there because I don't want to, you know, I don't, I want to make sure I'm hearing things right, but it, sure, I don't want to ruin music for people. I've done that. Stacy can't listen to the instrumental from St. Elmo's Fire because of me anymore. And it's all my fault. And she's actually mad about it because she loves the instrumental from St. Elmo's Fire. Okay. I need to, what's the... It's not that there's I a need, musical tie to it. It's a, a story I told, and I'm not going to, okay. I, will, I will not tell it on the air because I don't want it to to reflect. Did you lose your virginity to a uh, single <laughs> no, fire? No, no, no. Okay. Right. It's actually far worse than that. Oh, geez. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Man in Motion's still fine, even though that song sucks. <laughs> but wait, uh, aren't there different? There's oh, the, wait, wait, wait. I'll play it. The Hang Animals on. Fire theme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because now I'm thinking, I thought the no, Animals Fire theme was... No, no, no. I'm talking yeah, about the instrumental. Oh. Oh, do I even know the instrumental? You do. Hmm. This one. By David Foster. <laughs> that one. Dun, 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 yes. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it really... Uh... It's the love theme from St. Elmo's Fire. All right, so uh, some of the other some of the other standout songs to me, probably my favorite track on the album is Misunderstanding, which is just a... Just an all-out rocker. I get, you know, it's been years since I've read the lyrics while I was listening to this album. I think back when I first got it, I did that. Um, but uh, uh, Apple Music has just a great lyric feature where anytime you're listening to a song on your phone or your iPad, you can just tap the little word balloon and it pulls up either, if you're on your iPad, just a little side panel with the with the lyrics or on your iPhone, it just replaces showing the album cover and everything like that with the lyrics. And sometimes with some albums, the more popular albums, it will time the lyrics so that in large letters, you're seeing that line and then it disappears and the next line yeah. pops up and it'll be, go along with the music. I love that that feature. Um, and even if they don't have that timed, they still just show you all the lyrics if, if they're available. And reading his words... Uh, it's it's so so much deeper than the typical kind of stuff, even deeper than the stuff that he co-wrote with the band Jellyfish. And to clarify, he was only with uh, Jellyfish for the first album. Jellyfish released two albums, and I still feel like Jellyfish would probably be a good soundography subject. And we could even go into a few of the the solo projects by Roger Manning, by uh, Jason Faulkner, um, stuff like that. Those would probably be the the biggies because Andy Sturmer didn't do a a whole lot except for becoming a producer. He was the producer of Puffy Amiyumi, uh, the 
the Teen Titans uh, theme song and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'd be fine uh, with that. Well, we need to get through this season, this next season, because we've got the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. with the worst SEO ever. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the, the, <laughs> yes. And, and I'm sure Matt Johnson would say, dang it. I wish I would have come up with a different band name now. Yeah. Which you get back in it. Uh, but back to, uh, author unknown, try looking through the list here. Follow me is a great track. Well, and so here's the thing is, is there were none on here that actually felt like filler. Filler. They yeah. all felt like they were pers- purposeful. Knowing that this was his first album tells me that they probably all were purposeful because these are probably songs he's had knocking around for a long time before he decided to release a solo album. Yeah. Uh, it didn't fit any of his other projects. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to do my own solo thing. So knowing that these are all all solid pieces of song tells me that these probably have been sitting around for a while and he just kind of tooled them up for the album. Finally, right. Like, oh, I'm going to pick my best 12 songs yeah. and put them on. And including on Untitled, which I always find right. interesting when they, the uh, Kevin Gilbert, not Kevin Gilbert, Kevin, what's his name? No, sorry. Nick DiVirgilio, Kevin's friend, uh, okay. released a solo album and on there's a song that's called Untitled. And I always find it interesting because the lyrics are in there and there's things in there. Why they didn't attach a title to it is always, always makes me question why. When dog chases his tail, you just know the poor thing's gonna fail. I see. Yeah, and my only prediction or my only theory on that is that that song doesn't have a true uh, chorus. It almost feels like two songs put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the first part with the this rising and falling dream pop guitar and, you know, a dog chasing its tail. And guess what? I think you finally caught yours. And it almost seems like it's a biting attack on somebody. Like he wrote this maybe after leaving Jellyfish and saying, yeah, you never gave me the credit for some of these songs I wrote or you, you know, you disregarded my contributions or something like that. It feels like a biting attack at somebody. Then the second half of the song is, uh, it's a something you get changed the world. Oh no. Uh, but at least you changed my world. So uh, it's, what it's it sounds weird, like, what it sounds like yeah. is actually the, the end and beginning of a relationship. Oh, it could be. Yeah. So yeah. it's the end of one relationship and the beginning of a new one. And it could be two separate be. songs. It could be, he could have, uh, what is it? Abby Roded side right. B, this thing. But it could just be, <laughs> it could just be the the feelings of coming out of and then into a relationship. Uh, absolutely could be that. And that would be a great, that would be a smart, a smart theory for that because it, it would fit the, it would fit the narrative and it also would explain uh, why there's no, chorus why there's no title to the song um there it is you may not have been able to change the world but at least you changed my world is the is this part that just keeps repeating at the end uh, while the first part of the song is uh oh you know what I, I take that back the lyrics on this one i i conflate the lyrics with this one and uh is it follow me what they what they 
what they knew from me is now what they think is from you or something like that. Again, a really, really clever line. It still feels like a story. It feels like two, two songs, right? A yeah. story song and then like a, uh, a lyric and a, a riff that he just couldn't get out of his head and said, I need to put this down. It doesn't fit in any other song. I'm going to use it here. Let's see. I'm looking just really quickly to see. Uh, follow me. Pull yourself out of your own history. I'm someone that you've come to believe. So that's follow me. Can't remember which <laughs> which song it is that has that great line in it, but but it's on the album. Anyway, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Overall, though, I would say if if you're a fan of songwriters, if you're yes. a fan of interesting guitar, like interesting chord structure, interesting melody structure, uh, good lyrics, or Seasons in the Sun, this is an album for you. <laughs> nice. Nice addition there. Well done, <laughs> sir. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, we did have joy. We did have fun. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, I, I agree. And I think this is like, uh, if you like Beck, if you like kind of that genre of singer-songwriter. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's clearly post-grunge. It's clearly yes. singer-songwriter. And he's kind of mashed them together in this kind of cool post-grungy poppy songwriter thing that really yeah. works. Yeah. It's what that James. Is, it's, it's what James wishes they were. Oh, that's a good comparison, though. Like I'm guessing that if I were to create a station based on Jason Faulkner on Apple Music, and I don't know why I haven't done this, but I'll bet you James would come up. I'll bet you. I mean, obviously Jellyfish would come up just because of the lineage, even though style-wise, there's there's some big differences. But that could be there. Marcy's Playground would be on there. Oh, interesting. Marcy Playground. I hadn't thought about them. I haven't thought, I haven't thought about Marcy Playground in a uh, hundred years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. But there's this, there's this very, Joan Osborne probably would be in there. There's this kind of yeah. niche. Yeah. Uh, Amy Mann. Yes. Amy Mann would definitely be in there. Uh-huh. There's this sweet spot of almost, it's not quite adult contemporary, but it's smarter. Yeah more mature music in like 95 to 98. Yeah. A smart indie pop. Yeah. Sensibility. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I would, they might be giants, uh, bare naked ladies. For sure. Bare naked ladies. Yeah. Less, less frenetic or less self knowing tongue in cheek than they might be giants, but still, but, but also a good comparison just because of the intelligent, like you yep. said, the intelligent rock, kind of side to it. It's like, it's not, it's not going to feed you a, a story or a, a meaning. You've got to kind of go deep and figure yeah. out what the meaning to the song is yeah. on your own and, and appreciate that. It's, it's not going to give you the paradigm. You have to shift that on your own. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, excellent. All right. So that's mine. Now, our next one is a sponsored. You got to listen to this. Yep. Daniel Caramillo has uh, given us, it's it's Stabbing Westward's brand new album called Chasing okay. Ghosts. Okay. So you're chasing Tobias Forge around. You're chasing the the ghost, the band Ghost, yep. uh, MD. No, what are they? Ghost. Uh, they were Ghost BC, but now BC, they're just that's Ghost. It. And right. we, we, we uh, they've got a, their new album is so good. <laughs> is it yes. okay? Cool. What, what's their cover on this new album? There, it's called. Oh my gosh, you make me look it up. 
<laughs> like optimum, optimus, optimum, optimonium, something. Okay. But it's all very rooted. Uh, it's called, oh, I'm sorry. It's called Impera. Hmm. And it's all the music is very rooted in mid 80s album oriented arena rock. Oh, really? So that okay. there's a lot of, there's some Boston in there. There's some foreigner in there. Wow. Uh, it's, it's so hooky and catchy. A couple of the songs in there in. are awesome. Okay. I'm in. I, I'm in. The, okay. yeah, there's some of them are just, it's, it's stupid. Good. I can't, I can't. <laughs> it's funny because the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, dude, spinal tapping his way through rock music. And I feel like I'm the only one who's getting it. But he he's just it, the whole thing is is being treated so tongue in cheek, but yet he's such a great musician and he's got he's such so a great about it. yeah he's got such a great lean into what he's doing and he's it's, it's just it's genius cool. work cool oh, I'm in yeah uh, there we go that's I, this is that sweet spot between seasons where I can kind of listen to what I want to listen to before we start doing the show proper and I, I have to listen to 45 albums from Reba freaking McIntyre or something. <laughs> okay. So do we want to give a little teaser since we're on oh, yeah. next season? Yeah. I don't have the list in front Here, of me. So I'll I'm going to completely up. rely on, I'm going to completely rely on you to pull that up. All right. But. Let me pull it up real quick. Cause uh, I like this. Well, I'll announce it elsewhere, but it's nice to, Bring it yeah. up. Like if you're in the Discord, if you're on a soundography, a soundography Discord, which you should be, uh, it'll get posted soon. Up. So yeah, but let's uh, let's pull this up. So we're going to be covering the uh, season I mean, two. Start with ABBA. Which, well, oh yeah, the where are they now? Yeah, yeah, the season two. What have they been up to? Part yep. which covers all the season two bands, and there's some there's been some movement with those guys. Season one felt like we didn't have a lot of movement or growth with those guys but season two they've there's been some stuff which is great so then we have abba and then we're covering vince clark oh right from yaz and depeche mode and uh, erasure yep and then uh shania twain is our country maven <laughs> our, our fulfilling our obligation to do one country artist per season yep and then we've got a, a sponsored episode that's going to cover a twofer, which is Sabotage and Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Which, uh, you know, whenever, whenever it was, I can't say that today I learned, but it was whenever it was uh, this year, or I guess it would have to be this year, that I finally learned that those two are the same, that, that Trans-Siberian Orchestra <laughs> that's, is... That's my fault too, right? Sabotage. Your fault? Yeah. I mean, I think I owe you a debt of gratitude. Oh, okay. All right. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to owning, owning fault. Like I, I ruin seasons in the sun for you now. Oh, I'm sorry. Hectified for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah you, <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. You didn't ruin hectified. You made seasons in the sun better. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to glass half full the crap out of that. There we go. Uh, you've, you've made uh, uh perfect. I love it. That's, and then that's, there's, that's the, the then there's the, the Stevie yep. wonder sound garden, lemon demon, are you familiar with them? Oh, yeah. I thought I was the one who maybe suggested we do them this season. No, no? that was actually my my 13-year-old leaned on me to do yeah. it. Uh, no, I, I didn't know we were doing Lemon Demon. I'm so excited because they they have done some killer covers. They have such a cool... If it's the, I mean, how many Lemon Demons can there be? But if it's the band <laughs> I'm thinking of, um, 
such a cool 80s sound that they they did that they song come, like the ultimate battle of perfection right or, yes mm-hmm. yes whatever that song is called it's some long rambling funny title then they both got flattened by the batmobile but before we could make it back to the bat cave abraham lincoln popped out of his grave and took an ak-47 out from under his hat blew batman away with a rat at that but he ran out of bullets and he ran away because often this crime came to save the day this is the ultimate showdown But not the one that's by the Japanese guitarist that has a similar title, right? No, uh, I don't think so. This is like the ultimate. Uh, dun, 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 no. You know the song I'm thinking Yes, of? hang on. No, this has very fast lyrics. Yeah. Ultimate Showdown. That's it. Ultimate Showdown. Ultimate Showdown. But then the one you the title you came up with was very reminiscent of the uh God, Hizaki? No, what is that guy's name? Uh, Ultimate Battle of Good. I'm giving you a lot to... No, don't, don't edit this. No, this, I don't is, this is what people want to hear. Yeah, this is us uh, chatting. Ultimate Battle of Ultimate Destiny? That no, might be it. I think it. that... Maybe? Uh, I don't know. The Ultimate no. Showdown is the one I was talking about, though. Ultimate Showdown. Uh, of... Good. Yeah, I can't come up with it. I, I'm not getting enough of the title to, to be able to, to Google through the rest of it. <laughs> uh, but I sang it, so I could yeah. probably Shazam. You know what? Fine, we're gonna we're gonna let's let's do this. Let's play let's, it out. Let's lean in. Let's way. lean in. Let's lean in. Uh, let's commit to the bit right here. All right, hold on. I'm gonna sing this and Shazam it. To keep singing it. Oh. You know, Siri, Siri does this a lot better. Hold on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the phrase that triggers people's iPhones, so I'm gonna mute my microphone for a second. There we go. Now they're saying she's saying it's howling for you to buy the black keys, and it totally isn't. (laughs) You're wrong, Siri. Uh, Yeah, that's not it. All right. One last, I'm gonna give one last try here because I hate leaving this unanswered, this one question. And I'm going to look through my library for songs uh, that contain the word. I'm pretty sure the word ultimate is in the title. Um, Oh, I'm getting all my albums. The Ultimate Collection. The Who Ultimate Collection. Hold on. Let's do this the right way then. Smart Cover Finder. Which isn't all covers. I cheat. I use this for everything. Ultimate. Oh, and of course I find Lemon Demon. Dang it. So the word <laughs> ultimate. Oh, just the word battle. It's just the word, all right, battle. It may be the word ultimate. Maybe I'm doing the same thing as I'm putting ultimate in there. Uh, let's see. By the way, there's a thousand listeners. No, there's not. There's a, a dozen listeners right now who are shouting that it's called Battle Without Honor or Humanity. 
battle without honor or humanity. Sounds like something uh, Worf would do. <laughs> you are without honor or humanity. Uh, right. Okay. Tommy. Tom, yeah. Tomoyasu. Tomoyasu Hotai. Hotai. Okay. Well, since we spent this much time, I'll make sure to put a little bit in it. Of it. In okay, it, good. In yes, so, please do. Yeah. Because people, uh, and you can listen to it yourself and say, yeah. oh, I totally know this song. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Cool. So back to the, right. back to the season. <laughs> yes. oh, oh yeah. That's where we were. We were talking about what we're doing this season. Oh, a rabbit hole. I haven't, I haven't fallen down a rabbit hole oh. like that in ages. That was a fantastic rabbit hole. People uh, take note. That's how you do a rabbit hole, folks. Uh, so then we're covering for our genre. We're covering fake bands. So oh, cool. Everything right. from the Blues Brothers to Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap to Bad News um, to all of them. To uh, the Wonders or the Oneaters, depending yep. on your pronunciation. Yep. yep. Ghost, if you so think about it. I'm, oh. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> kind of. I mean, that's we're gonna. That's gonna be one of our big topics. Is how we if define a band it. really does play music. You know, is Spinal Tap a fake band or are they real band? Because it's not like they haven't released music. It's not like they don't do albums. I yeah. mean, there's you know, well, and then there's like the Fresh Beat Band, and all those guys actually played the musicians, played the instruments, right. and did the singing and the dancing. But they were going by their stage names instead of their real names. So, mm-hmm. where does the fake start and end? It's kind of like the uh, the heights, the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys! Yeah, that's good. The too. monkeys is a great example, right? Yeah. There's a band that that started out fake because it was just for the show, but then they learned actually how to play their instruments and became a real band. And yep. so, one can argue that, yeah, yep. So we'll, oh, we'll that's to be. Let's do that one. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Then we're yeah. doing the Bengals. And then we're going to cover Woodstock 94 and 99, which will lead us into watching one of the uh, documentaries on 99. Yeah, I might watch both because I hear that they're just, they're both, I think you told me, they're both good. Yeah. And they both will leave you feeling like, oh my God, what a, what a shit show that whole thing was. Yeah, it's both of, okay, so one of them paints everybody in a bad light. Yeah. And like the crowd and everybody, the other one paints yeah. the leaders in a bad light. <laughs> Limp really, really bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, it's cool. Limp Biscuit and the Chili Peppers actually come out looking some in many cases the worst. Wow. Uh, and then okay, so we got what's that? We got Crowded House, which yay. Yep, Brian's been waiting for that since we started the show in 2015. <laughs> it's you know it's one that doesn't doesn't feel like it needs to be done because who doesn't love crowded house but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> there are a lot of people who don't know crowded houses, sadly. Oh, really? Yeah, especially oh, nowadays, Brian. You and age. I, you and I they're just, they're ubiquitous in our teenage yeah, years, but I'm just a certain age that, you know, that will never not know who crowded house is. Yep. And then we're doing Kiss, which I'm excited about because Kiss has a lot of things that are good. A lot of things that are bad and a lot of things that are just funny. Okay. And that might lead us into that for watching uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Amusement Park for our monthly movie. (laughs) Yeah, because who knows? It doesn't look like we're ever doing that for Film Sack, so let's do it here. Yeah. And if you do it for Film Sack, then you can say, yeah, I already seen it once, so now I know what to expect. Yeah, but here's the problem with that. It's not something I'm ever going to want to watch more than once. (sighs) Brandy going to paint me like a psychopath like he did with uh, the Better Watch Out 
boy, for people who own this movie and watch it more oh, than right. once. <laughs> yes, that's right. Thanks, I forgot Randy. about that. Thank oh, you very geez. much, Randy Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we're doing uh, 311. Uh, okay. they, they might be giants. Then we're going to do Excellent. Lincoln Park and the Dead Kennedys. Cool. So we so don't good. have a rap out. We don't have a rap album this season. Oh, no kidding. But we are doing Shania Twain. Yeah, but I mean, we always do country. Yeah, but that's surprising that we never we didn't throw in a rap. Well, there's always we could, time for we, somebody. We to could we could either in. wait for a sponsor, see if someone wants to sponsor one, or as we get closer to the end of the season, I've got a couple that we I think we've kind of kicked around a couple others that were we have yeah that would be good as, to throw in potential options yeah. yeah. Uh, we could even take, maybe open it up for a vote and pick, you know, let people I pick. think we do, but I think we only let our patrons uh, yeah. uh, contribute to that vote. So should I go ahead and throw out my two names or do you want to discuss it? Uh, throw out your two names. Go ahead. Okay. So we have Houdini, 1980s rap group, or okay. uh, we could go for uh, Tech Nine. Oh, interesting. Different styles, different eras, but still fits in that category. Yeah, Tech Nine feels like we really haven't done Tech Nine. No, we have not done Tech Nine. We've, We've mentioned them. We mentioned them on the Art of Noise. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And I think we I might have mentioned them up. in '84 because or I think we mentioned them at some point because he also did a thing where he kind of flat lifted uh, Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah, and there was somebody that we did last season that I thought Ducky Fresh and Slick talk. Rick. Did we talk about Tech Nine with them? Maybe we did. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Cool. Well, I say we put it up to a vote. Okay. That would be my vote, but let's, let's, uh, we'll, we'll put up for our, uh, for our Discordians. Okay. I will get that set up. Can we vote on Discord? Does that work? Yes. Um, the way you do it is you do it with emojis. So, like you say, uh, do smiley face if you want Tech Nine, do, do frowny face if you want Houdini, or thumbs up if you want Houdini. Okay. All like right. That. All right. Yeah. All right. I can do that. Cool. All right. Easy enough. Yep. Excellent. Well, I think we're uh, I think we're set. Well, that is going to do it for this edition of uh of You Gotta Listen to This. And and and, and, a, and a and a state of the soundography address. It kind really of. is, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh thank you all for attending, and it's gonna be a great year. Oh, thanks for uh, all your support. Uh all right, that is gonna do it for soundography. On behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brandon it's saying we'll see you next time, right here on Soundography. <laughs>